Hey everybody, welcome back to the Tipsy Ghosts. We are Tipsy hosts, Sarah, Sarah, and Lindsay. Hey guys. Hi. Hello. I came across something kind of funny on the TikTok, of course. Of course. And it's about a bot. You know, artificial intelligence is taking over our world. I'm not sure it's ready to write obituaries yet, though. And that's what I came across. An AI written obituary? Yes. Okay. So I'm going to read it to you. Okay. Okay. I'm going to close my eyes and just imagine I'm... Here, look at her picture. At the funeral. (laughs) There she is. Uh, Why? Okay, hold on. Is this a real person who died? I don't think so. I can't confidently say no. Why is her picture so messed up if it is? Did you see the eye between her the nose. hair? Well, and the nose is like... But look here. There's an eye. In right there. Oh, I thought it was just her hair messed up. <laughs> okay. All right. So that makes me feel a little bit better about making fun of this. This isn't a real person. Okay. Four eyes. <laughs> okay. Brenda Tent. Retired from living at the age of old. That's a really fun way to say dead. She is retired from living. First off, that picture of her looks like she's like in her 30s. She is not old. I find that offensive. <laughs> she's retired from at the age of old. At the age of old. She's surrounded by family and natural causes. She's surrounded by <laughs> natural causes. The wind. She's surrounded by death. The earth. The earth. They took the her. Old. The fire. The age of old, they took her. <laughs> A librarian from birth. I love that. I am a librarian from birth as well. Are you? I wish. I wish. The Dewey Decimal System was just ingrained in you? It was ingrained in me. I wish that I could, (laughs) yes, be a librarian. Brenda was an avid collector of dust. Same. I mean, ouch. I've got so many knickknacks that are just <laughs> oh, collecting dust. I was dust. thinking internally the age of old. <laughs> too. She's the age oh, of I thought Her old. bones are dust. <laughs> She's a librarian. It's dusty in there. <laughs> You're thinking of her house. I was yeah. thinking they were insulting her. No. Okay. Brenda's awesome. <laughs> She's the age of old. She was an avid collector of dust. She had a sweet heart Aww. and married her high school. <laughs> Oh, okay. Married her high school. That was the end of the sentence. Period. <laughs> Instead of married her high school sweetheart, she had a she sweetheart. She had a sweet heart and married her high school. And married her high school. <laughs> um, okay. I mean, on my strange addiction, stranger things have happened. True. She had a heart and married her high school sweet. <laughs> Would have sounded better, even. None of it sounds good. She loved having hobbies and helping her sons to be disadvantaged youths. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I, like I think that's hilarious. You are sad. That was her hobby. Oh, her hobby was her disadvantaged sons. No, helping them be helping disadvantaged. Them. <laughs> How do you help someone be disadvantaged? <laughs> pretty easy she had no horses but thought she did (laughs) she thought she had sound but sound was not there sometimes he's invisible that's even sadder (laughs) she thought she did is she delusional um well the church gave her a choir because she sang like a bird and like a pretty bird (laughs) and looked like a bird no and brenda was a bird (laughs) Okay. And Brenda was a bird? It's the three-eyed crow from the Game of Thrones. <laughs> she looked like a bird is not a compliment. To say someone have bird-like features is an <laughs> insult. 
<laughs> like a long pointy nose. And then not only did it leave it at that, it said, and she was a bird. <laughs> Brenda was a bird. Well, if she was a bird, then it wouldn't be insulting. If she's a bird, then she looks like a bird. I she did have she four did. eyes. That was weird. Worse and worse and worse. Okay. Brenda is a bird who is delusional, thought she had a horse that didn't, and she had disadvantaged boys. Uh-huh. No, she had. And she married her high school. That was her hobby. Disadvantaged. So where did the boys come from? I don't know. But from the high school. <laughs> she owed us so many poems. She o- she owed us, okay? Yes. Okay. The funeral will be held in 1977 at oh, Heaven. I missed I it. I missed it. <laughs> oh, it's at Heaven? We couldn't have gone anyways, Boydston. Maybe. What if I was in between lives? <laughs> um, we, we could have gone to her funeral at Heaven. What were we thinking? You guys missed out. Oh, gosh. Stairway to heaven right there. We should have taken it. I didn't have transportation. You take the stairway to heaven. That is your transportation. I didn't have lives in the 70s. I didn't have legs or lives. (laughs) I was also not alive. (laughs) I'm sorry. What happened to your legs? They were not alive. (laughs) We were were involved. And I was not alive. (laughs) We were involved in some cult in the 70s. Let's be real. (laughs) Oh, I wasn't. No. I was for sure. She was. Yes. Yeah. Well, in lieu of flowers, okay. send Brenda more life. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. How does one send life? I think it's too late for Address Brenda. Address to heaven. I don't she, know. She died, of, she died of old age. She is the age of old. <laughs> she retired the age of old. From living, okay. <laughs> She's she not retired dead. from living, so please send her life. So, Brenda, <laughs> I'm sending you my, I'm sending you not my life. I'm sending you life. I'll send her love and light. <laughs> send her more life. Well, so anyways, yeah, as I've mentioned, I don't think AI is quite ready to take over. AI's not writing uh, an obituary, but I have lots of thoughts on AI. But man, it gave me a good chuckle. I quite liked it. I was very sad. Yes, I'm sorry for Brenda. Rest in heaven. Bird. <laughs> Fly She's freely. Bird. She's a bird. She's flying free. Brenda's also a bird. <laughs> tweet, 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 tweet. She owed me a poem. I am mad. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> she had a several poems. Are her sons now advantaged because she's not helping them be disadvantaged? I think so. <sighs> her sons of high school. They did not. I wonder if high school got custody. Okay, <laughs> they are junior highs. Oh, get it? Yes, because oh. they're juniors. <laughs> Clever. <laughs> that didn't sound genuine, but I was very proud of that joke. I know I could see it in your face. You were very like, proud. I, w- I was there with you. I you, said yes. When you were proud of the joke, you, you make a stop and, and you say it and, and be so grateful. we can appreciate and it. And we're like, yeah. Like when you said that, that I'm sorry that zappened to you, you go, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that zappened to you? Yep. I was there. You, you like to I um, loved it. build it up. I just want somebody to appreciate me is what I want. Oh my gosh. Do we not appreciate her enough? Apparently I not. I feel like we do. I feel like we do too. We just told her she's always first and second, never third. Apparently, but you know, I think I what it more. is, is that sometimes Lindsay and I get carried away in some banter and always. and then you're wanting to, you made a good joke and it was a good joke and it may not get the appreciation. I get it. So you're like, hey, 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 focus on me. I'm owing you poems. <laughs> the new year is a great time to take a moment to reflect on your habits and consider making some changes to improve your everyday life. I noticed that I was drinking energy drinks throughout the day to try and help me focus. 
Yeah, same. I've had the same problem. I feel like I've just been increasing the amount of coffee and energy drinks throughout the day, but nothing's really helping anymore. I think it's probably time for me to go ahead and cut way back. I've been able to replace those energy drinks with Magic Mind, a small shot every morning that provides mental focus and clarity throughout the day without that caffeine crash. I'm so glad that we found this product. I love taking mine in the morning so that I can enjoy the benefits throughout the entire day. Um, They're also the perfect size to take with me on the go. One shot of Magic Mind includes a blend of 12 brain-boosting ingredients from vitamins to adaptogens like ashwagandha that reduce stress and anxiety and matcha, which contains less caffeine than coffee and has compounds that prevent a spike in cortisol levels that cause that caffeine crash. I love recommending this product to anyone I know, especially those of us who might have a little bit of a caffeine addiction. It's the fact that I can have improved memory, energy, and focus while not totally messing up my sleep schedule for me. If you're interested in this, we have an amazing deal. You can check out magicmind.com slash janttg. You'll get one month free when you subscribe for three months. And as an added bonus, you can get an extra 20% off with the code TTG20. But you might want to hurry up because these deals only last until the end of January. That's magicmind.com slash janttg and use the code TTG20. Okay, well, anyways, now that we had a good little chuckle about the uh, Brenda's obituary. About her retirement from life. She's retired. Um, <laughs> I would like to tell you guys a little story about true crime. True crime. Thank you. Wait, 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 wait. I wasn't ready. How can you not be ready? How can you not be ready? I, you know what's I coming. set it up perfectly. I it's only on been 200 Brenda. plus episodes. Okay. <laughs> okay. I am going to tell you guys a little story about true crime. True crime. Beautiful. So you are going to hear me refer to this person as several different names because he had several different names. That That's that. Okay. Um, <laughs> Got it. I am there. <laughs> Following. The first name you're going to hear me talk about is Nicholas Alaverdian. Okay. Mm. Go on. Nicholas was born <laughs> July 11th, 1987. He grew up in Rhode Island. I don't have a lot to say about his childhood, to be honest with you. But Nick says that he had a really rough childhood, at least, you know, according to him. He stated that his parents were, quote, abusive and alcoholic and that they just couldn't take care of him. This led to his placement in the Rhode Island Department of Children, Youth and Families, which I think is the foster care system. Yes. And this was during most of his teenage years. He was diagnosed with some behavioral and mental health issues pretty early on in his life. His stepfather was quoted as saying, quote, he just. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, does he have his little claws embedded into you? A little. I'm very uncomfortable right now. It's okay. I will soothe him for you. (laughs) You're doing great, Caesar. Take a deep breath. Visualize. Like, he's not even looking at you. He, you're fine. You're in a mountain. Look, he's rubbing on me. <laughs> There's a beautiful fine. lake in front of you. He made eye contact with me before. <laughs> and I shook my head and said, don't you dare. Crystal blue waters. <laughs> you are encouraging him to stay. Yes, I am. Look at him. He's very comfy. We're fine. Everything's great. <laughs> my heart rate's at 113 right now. Okay. <laughs> it jumped up. He is just a little cat. 
That's, look, we just, look at that. A little fat cat. <laughs> he's, he's not so even so... fat, I wouldn't say. Oh, he's fat. He's, is he yeah, fat? Yeah. Bless your heart. Yes, he's. <laughs> he just wants love. I don't he's know what to tell you. Boy. He's You're a cool doing boy. so good. He's not hurting you. He didn't scratch your eyes. That's Why nice. You even say that? He's like, please love me. When I was little, a cat scratched my eye. Oh my gosh. No. You're not helping. <laughs> Those are happy Better? feet. Those are not happy. They're, They're very are. happy. When they go like this. That's, that's biscuits. Happy biscuits. I'm sorry. There's a name for that? Yes. Biscuits. <laughs> Making biscuits. <laughs> Can I, can I push them off? Like, uh, nice. I was <clears throat> nice. Look, you got fur all over me. Willow's going to lose her mind. <laughs> okay, hold on. I need to gather myself. Okay, I'm ready. I don't. I have no idea where we were. Okay, I'll just start that paragraph over. He was diagnosed with some behavioral and mental health issues fairly early in his life. His stepfather was quoted as saying. Quote, he just wouldn't listen in school. He hit his mother, hit his grandmother all the time, hit his siblings, and I used to have to hold him down and he'd be spitting at me. Aww. Aww. There were some not great things going on. And as a result of these incidences, he ended up in some inpatient psychiatric facilities where he was diagnosed with narcissistic personality disorder and ADHD, which to me doesn't sound exactly correct, but I'm not a mental health professional. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's me hi <laughs> uh, after this he was discharged home but eventually wound back up in the foster care system after continued conflict with his family so in a very bizarre turn of events he was somehow hired as a legislative page in the Rhode Island House of Representatives at 14 years old that is impressive he's very convincing Persuasive. 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 Okay. I was like, geez, even at 14, that is impressive. Okay. Very true. He must be very charismatic. Yes. Okay. This is where he took the opportunity to tell lawmakers about his experience in the foster care system, but nothing really changed as of this. And you'll see this in his life. He continues to advocate for a change in the foster care system. Got it. Okay. One representative felt pretty sorry for him after hearing his story and actually tried to adopt him. But a family court judge intervened and warned him that Nick will, quote, try to undermine you and turn your family upside down. And he also basically told him that, you know, he's been lying about all these things that he's claiming. And he's got a record. He's got a lot of things going on here. Okay. So 2008, Nick enrolls at Sinclair Community College in Ohio, where he promptly sexual assaults, sexually assaults another student. According to her, she said that they had lunch together and that he walked her to his, her next class. And then in a basement stairwell, he pinned her up against the wall, groped her, and then touched himself inappropriately. When she told him to stop, he said, quote, I'm almost done. Don't be such a bitch. Mm, no, 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 sir. Well, that's terrible. Yep. So she's obviously kind of freaked out. And there are interviews of her talking about this and her face is blurred out. So I don't think people know who she is still. Like to protect her identity. Yes. Now. But she says she went to class and kind of was like processing everything. And she came out of the classroom and he was standing outside of the door. 
And he was apologizing and saying, I'm sorry, I just couldn't help it. You're just too beautiful. Don't tell anybody that this happened. Again, blaming her, right? It's your fault. You're too beautiful. Um, <laughs> he so is so great. She's just like, kidding. nah, fam, I'm going to go ahead and report you. So she did just that. She Good went straight to the police station and reported it. Nice. And she said she felt guilt because she's like, am I ruining his life? Because, you know, now he's going to have to register as a uh, sex offender. Sex offender. I was trying to say sexual offender, and that did not sound right. A sex offender. But also, if I could have prevented this from happening to me, then I would have. Well, also, he's probably going to escalate next time. And she did say there was something weird about it. It felt like he had done this before and that it felt very familiar to him. Very strange. Later that same year, he started going by the name of Nicholas Rossi. And he does this throughout his life. He changes his name very easily. The last name Rossi came from his stepfather. Okay. Why he did this, we're not really sure, but maybe to avoid being caught by authorities. He was convicted of public indecency and sexual imposition for the assault that occurred at Sinclair Community College and was required to register as a sex offender, like we said. Sure. So, somehow, he gets married November 5th, 2010, and was divorced pretty quickly in May of 2011. Turns out that the police were called to his house just a week after he was married by a friend of the wife. And when police arrived, the woman answered the door with several marks and bruises all over her body. Oh, no. Police arrested Nick, who began bashing his head against the window of the back of the police cruiser in a very dramatic fashion. And they eventually just had to pepper spray him and turn into this big ordeal, which is just how he is. He eventually pled no contest to charges of domestic assault. And after this, his wife divorced him. And she also had a restraining order placed against him. Hmm. And then again, he married for at least a second time. Maybe more. I was going to say at least. (laughs) We're not really sure. But his wife divorced him after seven months. This time it was due to, quote, gross neglect of duty and extreme cruelty. And that was a quote from the judge. Jeez. Extreme cruelty. And neglect of duty. Yeah. That makes me wonder, like, what... Like he abandoned her? Like what happened? Probably. So a few years pass. And then his former foster mother claimed that he opened 22 credit cards in her husband's name, which racked up a total of $200,000 in debt. How are credit cards not doing some more thorough background checks here? I don't think they really care. As long as you put in a name and like a social security number. How did he have the social security okay. number? Well, he probably got it. For, he but stole also, it. how was he that good of credit that he had $200,000 worth of debt to have? Well, he used the father's. But still, the father, yeah, I don't know. The father like, had sure, real good credit. Apparently. How does it take you $200,000 before you realize that this much money is being charged to you? I mean, if you don't check your credit report and you're like, you're not getting the bills, you probably just don't know. Yeah, that's true. So 2018, Utah investigators start processing untested sexual assault kits. And one of these kits collected in 2008 matched Nicholas Alaverdian's DNA. Which 2008 was when he was in community college, right? In Ohio. Yes. Okay. Apparently he had also been in Utah at some point. He had heard through the grapevine that the FBI might be looking for him. For fraud? For this credit card stuff? Oh, yeah. $200,000. Yeah. The yeah. FBI is going to be on that. Maybe. That seems um like a felony. <laughs> I don't know. So, seems like a lot of money. It's a big deal, I feel like. Yeah. For me, $200,000 is a lot of money. 
That would be I mean, life changing. It's not. It's not that much money for me, but <laughs> I know. Just Are you kidding. Kardashian? Just kidding. <laughs> Lindsay Kardashian. Lindsay Kardashian. Nice up upbringing. <laughs> yes, I just live here in Kansas City, working as a, as a social worker. <laughs> <laughs> as an undercover undercover i'm actually really i'm rich. an undercover social worker <laughs> out of the goodness of your heart <laughs> it's really kind of you um all right so he had heard that the fbi might be looking for him for his fraud two hundred thousand dollars yeah. yes that's <laughs> where we got so he went ahead and just fled the country to avoid capture oh he has the money to leave the country <laughs> yeah. okay but nobody knew where he went he told people several different things because he's a He's a con artist. You're not going to tell them he's where you're liar. really going. Yeah. He's, you know, he's got wives. He's got friends. <laughs> he's <maybe>. got wives. <laughs> <laughs> we don't really know what's going on with Nick. Uh, but he did lie to several people. And he said he was going to Ireland or Canada and Scotland. Basically places where Ireland, he didn't have to Scotland, learn. Canada. Different languages. Boy, some would go it. to Canada or Australia. Yeah, maybe I'd Australia. go to Ireland or Scotland. Mm. Yeah, I'd go to I'd go to any of those places too. My guess is, like I said, he probably went to any of these countries where he didn't have to learn any other languages. Sure, just guess. That makes sense. I didn't even think about the languages thing. <laughs> that makes sense. So January 2020, Nick somehow pops back up, uh, but now <laughs> he is claiming that he is diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Wow. He has now contacted contacted several media outlets and insisted that they report his cancer diagnosis. <laughs> I know that I stole $200,000 and probably sexually assaulted many people, but like, I have cancer. Announcement. <laughs> I have cancer that I've diagnosed myself with. And you said this was in 2020? Yes. Nicholas, we had other things on our mind in 2020. <laughs> we were busy. There was a okay. lot going on in the world besides your cancer, sir. <laughs> okay, but did they report it? They did. Oh, my gosh. And according to his family and his obituary, he passed away on February 29th, 2020. Like he actually died? No, I don't believe it. He was to be cremated and have his ashes scattered at the sea. It is a fake obituary. (laughs) I'm calling it now. He's faking his own death. Not long after his death. Wait, wait, wait. (laughs) I need you to appreciate this joke. (laughs) Time out. Okay. Appreciating. Um, Focused. A faux obituary. <laughs> oh my god! Thank you, thank you. I do love that, and that is very clever. <laughs> thank you so much. Well done. Well done. I feel appreciated. Thank you. Well, not long after his death, people began questioning if it was legit. <laughs> I am right here with people. People, people, and me are the same. I am people. I am people. people. <laughs> I questioned it. Those people who had been close to him felt that his own obituary sounded as if it had been written by Nick himself. Yes, that sounds or about right. AI. Oh, that's why I talked about the AI obituary. <laughs> okay, this is just kind of funny, and I had to throw this in there, but some people even thought that Nick was editing his own Wikipedia page to remove any information that might have questioned his death. You can do that. He yeah, you can. He had a Wikipedia page? So remember how I told you he, he was involved with the House of Representatives? Uh, he like did a lot of work with them and advocating for foster care and blah, blah, blah. And so, At yes. 14, sir. Well, and now he's an adult. So he had this Wikipedia page that was, like, was, was telling all the work that he had been doing. Okay, I gotcha. It was noticed because there's actually like pages that dedicate themselves to debunking wikipedia sources and information like wiki 
wiki wiki idiocracy or something like that. Um, And they were able to go in and notice that somebody else was coming in and changing the information, like changing the the picture. And they think that it was probably Nick. It's not his good side. He's doing it (laughs) post-mortem. Well, he was. He retired from death. He was on his way to heaven. He was in heaven. Yeah. I have retired to heaven. Uh, September 2020. Utah has now issued an arrest warrant for Nick. His information was then dispersed to the Interpol because they know that he's probably fled the country. That's all they could really do. They didn't know where he was. December 13th, 2021. Now, Nick is sick, because what's going on at this time? December 2021 is like Omicron. Okay, he's got COVID. He's got COVID. Yeah. He is sick in a hospital in Glasgow, Scotland. Oh, so he came back from the dead just to get COVID. But did he? Because it's not going to be Nick. Oh. It's a dick. (laughs) Rick. Nick the dick is sick. Facts. (laughs) That was a good one. Thank you. It was a combined effort, I feel. <laughs> yeah. It's true, though. I mean, it's true. He is sick. <laughs> it's true, though. He is COVID. But now, this part makes me giggle a little bit, because now his he's got COVID. He's ho- actually hospitalized. He is sick. Uh, but now he's going as the name Arthur Knight, which I just find hilarious, because now that just sounds like a very... Nice the round table, Arthur. King, King <laughs> Arthur, Sir Arthur. King Arthur. King Arthur at the round table with the yes. knights. Yeah. Like if you're going to pick a name that sounded maybe like it belonged in Scotland or England or UK or anything, then Arthur probably Knight be Arthur is probably Arjo Smith. <laughs> Mary Magdalene. Right. <laughs> that is me. I am she. I was going to say, is he not even going by a fake name? Apparently he is, but it's not a good fake name. Oh, his minimal it effort was, according to him minimal <laughs> efforts that was really good he was like i, I am one. sir arthur knight <laughs> call me lancelot knight no one will lancelot catch me round <laughs> mr table sir table <laughs> <laughs> sir table your table is ready <laughs> that's uh, actually uh, that sounds like something he would do <laughs> Oh, I mean, Nick. it's funny, but it's someone is it's like so listening ridiculous. to this and going to be like, I'm going to do that. Uh, Nick was one of them. Let me just, this is a word of caution for anybody who's trying to <laughs> take advice from Nick. Uh, Don't come up with foreshadowing. More names. He gets caught. So just maybe not a good idea. We wouldn't know about him if he didn't yeah. get caught. Arthur Knight, as described by himself, <laughs> was an Irish orphan. Okay. And claimed to have never set foot in America. Lies. I am not Nicholas Oliveri. My name says. is Arthur Knight. <laughs> My name is Narther. Narther Knight. Narther Knight. My name is Narther. It's better than Arthur Knight. <laughs> Sounds at least original. They'll never catch me. <laughs> it's not Arthur. It's Narther. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Uh, I can't with Arthur. (laughs) Arthur's the anti-Arthur. I like that name. Worst. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So (laughs) he's in the hospital now. Okay, and he's got COVID. He's got COVID, and hospital staff is 
starting to wonder that maybe Arthur is not who he says he is. Like he's acting out. He's acting really rude to staff. He's yelling. He's throwing things. Um, and they're like, who is this guy? He claimed to be this like religious teacher. He was not acting this way. He was acting like a big old jerk. Okay. And so they start like having all these red flags. So he's drawing a lot of attention to himself is what I'm saying. And then they start recognizing these very specific tattoos on his arm. And they happen to match the exact tattoos of Nicholas Alaverdian, who is a wanted criminal from the States, which kudos to people in the hospital because I don't really look for that stuff. So I mean, I have used a tattoo to identify someone before, but not to like look at Interpol to see if they are wanted. He must have been a really like wanted criminal or he might have already had stuff going on yeah. there too that like something happened where they were looking at these tattoos. And it was very obvious that that, was, that those were Nicholas's tattoos. Um, but not only that, his fingerprints matched. <laughs> oh, there it is. You can't change your fingerprints. It looks like he also even tried to maybe remove one of the tattoos on his arm by himself. Okay. Oh, ooh. Just ow. like cutting it off? Yeah, just tried to cut it off. Okay. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't do it, but okay. Right. So not, Nick not did. advisable. Also, that's a waste of money. No, he's he's a criminal though. That's like a dead giveaway. That's who that is. He can't. You gotta cut it off now. He tried that. It didn't work out so good. You'd have to go through several layers he's of not, skin, wouldn't you? He's got like maybe a half sleeve, like from his elbow up. Like, mm. there's no way you're gonna cut that off. I don't know what he was thinking. This is 2021. Laser, laser it. What are you cutting? <laughs> he can't. It off? He's in the hospital. Well, you we should have thought of that before. <laughs> Which interesting fact. Later on, he claims that the hospital staff was the actually actually the people who tattooed his arm to make it look like Nicholas Alaverdians. I'm sorry, the hospital staff does tattoos on yeah, the side. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, I have never done that, but I mean, you could. I mean, missing out. According to him, be willing to can. try. Why are you not giving tattoos in the hospital? <laughs> what is wrong we, with we you? We do lots of needles. Jeez. Well, a few days later, you know, he, he well, he was arrested. Okay, in in the hospital. Gotcha. But a few days later, he made bail. And they thought he'd be in the hospital for several weeks, but he didn't. He was discharged the next day. And now he's discharged and he's using a wheelchair and oxygen at all times. And this oxygen mask is not really an oxygen mask. It's a nebulizer mask um, hooked up to an oxygen tank. (laughs) Oh, boy. Explain why we're laughing at that. (laughs) A nebulizer mask is specifically used for like aerosol breathing treatment. It's like a breathing treatment. Yeah. Yeah, and you use it for short term. Mm-hmm. It's got holes in it, so if you're using it for oxygen, the the oxygen is <laughs> just going to come out the holes, go out. Whereas the nebulizer just you know comes in a mist into the the tube. It's pretty entertaining. He's, I'm not he's really sure. full of crap, is what we're saying. That's exactly right. <laughs> so he claims that his muscles were so badly atrophied that he could no longer walk. But a doctor later said that his legs were strong and athletic. Fun fact, uh, the hospital would not discharge you if you all of a sudden could not walk. Uh, now you need, you just need all these things now, oxygen and a wheelchair. And he was just really taking advantage of this long COVID, I guess. Uh, okay. Okay. So shortly after this, he was interviewed by NBC Dateline. Oh, and goodness. Dateline. <laughs> about his COVID? About how he might be Nicholas Alaverdian. Oh. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're to starting him. to catch on. Dateline's like, listen, sir. He's got a very interesting accent. And once this 
show goes out, people start to pick up on what's going on. So he's supposed to be this Irish orphan, but I think he's trying to have a British accent. Oh, gosh. I'm going to play you a video. Oh, okay. I can't wait. It kind of reminds me of when we try to sound Irish. (laughs) I mean, it probably is. It's Americans trying to have an accent. Very insulting. Yes. It is. I'm sure. And just to set the scene, he also at some point in the interview tries to prove that he can't stand because he's so weak now. And then he dramatically flails and his arms fly fly up into the sky and then he falls into the arms of his new wife, Miranda. That's nice that she caught caught him. He found a new wife in the middle of dying. Okay, now that I've seen it, I have seen this. Mm -hmm. I have zero empathy. Mm -hmm. He is putting on a show, uh, taking several seconds to... Like, in between his words, like, halts in, like he can't breathe. Yeah. January 2022. <laughs> like, January 20th, 2022. Going okay, back gotcha. in time. <laughs> he missed his hearing at the courthouse, and he was arrested. This time, his bail was revoked. The next day, he showed up in court and is addressed as Arthur Knight. Sir mm. Arthur Knight. Sir Arthur Knight. Continuing to deny that he was Nicholas Rossi, and he was granted bail again in February. And by this time, people knew who Nick was, and they were identifying him through those videos, like people who grew up with him or you know knew him from when he was over in the States. Um, they were identifying him because they recognized scars and the tattoos and the way he was speaking. I mean, it was very obvious that this sure. is who he was. He missed his hearing on June 9th and submitted a doctor's letter claiming that he was mostly bedridden and had a lung condition. Well, you saw it. He couldn't walk. He couldn't See? walk, and he had cancer. Yeah, and COVID. See, watch me stand. I mean, he probably actually did have COVID, but... He probably did. <laughs> I like he was... might have even had long COVID, but these I... are no reasons to be a dick. I like how his wife threw him back in the chair. She's <laughs> like, like, don't oh, you okay. even try oh, right. it. Sit down. Sit down. <laughs> June 23rd, he missed another hearing because he was admitted to the hospital the day before. Odd timing. People are definitely starting to pick up on the fact that he is seemingly trying to delay these hearings as much as possible. A week later, on June 30th, he missed another hearing, saying that this time he had COVID again. And he was ordered at this time to give DNA samples and fingerprints and show up to a hearing on July 7th. And on July 7th, finally, his bail was refused because of the substantial risk that he would fail to appear in court. Yeah. And it was then that they finally confirmed the fingerprints of Arthur Knight matching Nicholas Rossi or Nicholas Elverdian. <laughs> So he's caught finally, and an extradition hearing was scheduled for March of 2023. And the latest that I read was that he lost his extradition appeal, but I'm not sure when he will actually be extradited here. He keeps trying to appeal things over and over, but he is in prison in Scotland. He keeps trying to say that these things are not did not happen. He's saying all these just outlandish claims like they didn't read me my rights. And when that didn't fall over, you know, it was like the, the sheriff in Utah is outrageous. And um, this didn't happen because of this. And they're like, just basically throwing out he's basically trying anything that he possibly can. So is he admitting finally who he is, though? Oh, no, really? no, he's still saying no. But they do have him on video. I thought this was interesting. They do have him on video in prison, like getting up out of his wall, well, wheelchair. <gasps> miracle. It's a miracle. So um, turns out he can walk and it is on video. Good for him. Uh, I guess so. He'll never admit that. Anyways, that is the story of Nicholas Alaverdian or Nick Rossi or Sir Arthur Knight. So we're trying to get him back to the U.S. to face... 
time for his charges. Sexual assault, char- assault charges in Utah. Plus the $200,000 credit card thing. In fraud, yeah. He's He's got more than those sexual assault problems, though, when he comes back to the States, because now you, you faked a death, and that is a big problem, too. <laughs> so... I was going to ask, does he have a big following and people are like really supporting him? No, not that I saw. Scotland's real pissed off because one of the people who wrote an article, they converted it to dollars, thank God. Um, But they said that they've spent about $40,000 trying to represent him and they're over it (laughs) because he just is doing all these tactics to delay everything. It's a lot of money Mm. to represent this. Can you imagine having to be his lawyer and having to defend him? No. Like, how do you, as a lawyer, argue against fingerprint testing? So, uh, why? Why? The thing, They're the ones coming to the judge saying that, like, yeah, this didn't happen. That didn't happen when it did. It did happen. Hmm. I look forward to hearing updates on how it progresses. Yeah. I'll keep you updated. Yes. All right. Thanks so much. Uh, for your true crime episode, you guys can always find us at thetipsyghost at gmail.com with our socials linked from there or send us an email at thetipsyghost at gmail.com. Please give us a five-star rating and a great review anywhere you listen to podcasts. We really appreciate it and it really does help. All right, guys. Thanks so much. We'll catch you guys next week. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.